You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., episode number 246. If you want a lesson for today is progress, not perfection, massive imperfect action, and ask who, not how. Seek who, don't seek how to do something, seek who can do it. That's one of the secrets of harnessing other people's talents is the secret to entrepreneurship. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial over at www.audibletrial.com forward slash wholesaling inc. With over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player if you still use one, it is a no-brainer to take advantage of this special offer. Just go to www.audibletrial.com forward slash wholesaling and download your free audiobook today. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. Investor Grit presents Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. Bam! All right, guys, another amazing episode of Wholesaling Inc., America's number one coaching real estate program on the planet. I love it. I'm so excited. I've got an amazing guest for you guys here today, an individual in South Carolina who just did a big, big deal over $50,000. We are going to pick his brain so that you know exactly how he did it so that you can have the same success that he had. This is the no BS, no fluff zone. I am not going to waste your time and I'm not going to waste his time. We're going to get right to the meat and potatoes and put him in the hot seat. So we're going to get started in a minute. Another big announcement is I want to let everyone know. I know everyone hates all the uh, the marketing guys hate when I date these podcasts, but I've got to tell you guys, I just reviewed 2018 numbers. We did over a million dollars, over a million dollars in assignments in 2018. Woo! <laughs> so I had to ring the victory bell for myself here, but I'm also going to be ringing it for our guest in a minute. This is the Wholesaling Inc. show. Let's get started. Hey, Brian, can you hear me? I sure can. All right, guys. So I got Brian Howard on the phone from South Carolina. He is going to be an amazing guest. We're going to hold his feet to the fire and force him to give us exactly how he did this deal so that you can do it. So first of all, Brian, you are in South Carolina. Is that correct? That's right. Awesome. Now, where about in South Carolina are you? Um, well, I do my business in Greenville, South Carolina, but I live right on the North Carolina, South Carolina border. I love it. I know that area well. We have a lot of good rhinos out in Greenville, South Carolina. I know one of our Wholesaling Inc. Uh, rhino students is Mike McLeish. So a big shout out to Mike. He's a good friend and a great student, a great rhino, so and a very successful individual. So uh, awesome to hear that. So today, I know we're going to be discussing a deal that you did. And I want to just, it's such a big deal. I want to dive right into it because there's a lot of people, they have a, li a limited amount of time. They're driving to work and they want to stop having to drive to work to go to that little cubicle. And uh, <laughs> they want to they do wholesaling. So if you don't know, guys, wholesaling real estate is the number one way to become a millionaire hands down. There's nothing faster in, except for playing the lotto that I know of. And wholesaling real estate is the art of consistently finding discounted properties. That is it. Don't overcomplicate the simple business. If you can get really good at finding discounted properties, you will become a multi-millionaire. 
Absolutely. So let's get started with this deal, right? I want to, I, I usually give our guests a little bit of a time to do an introduction, but I know everyone is anxious to hear about this. So yeah. tell me a little bit more about this deal. My first question is, how the heck did you find a person where you can immediately resell their house with, now you didn't rehab it, right? I didn't touch it. No, I mean, other than taking some pictures. <laughs> I love it. So how could you make 50K? I want to know, number one, where did you find this seller? Um, really, this was off of a postcard. Actually, the story started about three and a half years ago. I sent a postcard to an absentee owner, real basic list. And um, that's someone that owns a property but doesn't live in it. Okay. Um, uh, he, had, he had some title problems with this. He had sold the property to a father and son. And uh, the son went to jail and the father died. He was selling it to them rent to own. So he couldn't get the title problems figured out. With the father dead and the son in prison, they weren't running probate, and he had a really bad attorney that wasn't able to fix the problem. So fast forward three years to this last spring, and uh, he said, you know what, I'm tired of working with this. I'm just gonna let it go to the tax sale next year. So what I did is I said, well, why don't you sign it over to me? I will fix the problems, I'll hire an attorney, I'll fix the problems. I'll catch up the taxes. And uh, when it's all said and done, I'll pay you $9,000. That's $9,000 more than you get from the tax sale. And uh, he now, said, Brian, that sounds great. Just out of curiosity, because yeah. it sounds like it was going to tax sale. Was this homeowner behind on taxes? Uh, he'd been keeping them up up until this last year. Okay. Yeah, so I only had to pay one year's taxes, about $1,300. Got it. Understood. Okay, perfect. So he, he just signed it over to me, a quick claim deed, and he had a mortgage against the property because it was he was seller financing it. So he signed that over to me just so if, you know, if I needed to, I could start a foreclosure on the property, which you know, that's a whole different issue. But I didn't have to go that route uh, because my attorney, uh, which it's good to have a good attorney, I don't think most of the attorneys that I know would have been as good at this at this deal as the one that an investor friend of mine recommended. But he cleaned it up in about three months. And so I owned it free and clear, clear title. I listed the thing with a flat fee well, listing of 250. Okay. Yeah, so, so let me, yeah, let me just ask you a few questions because sure, I know there's yeah. people who are listening and they're kind of like, well, I'm not sure exactly how to do any of that stuff. Now, number right. one is, first of all, so the list was absentee owners. So you send out postcards to absentee owners. This guy called you and he basically said, now, I don't understand, did you actually put the house under contract for a purchase price of $9,000? Well, the original arrangement, he was actually going to sell to me with seller financing for 32000 I think. Okay. This was back in 2015. Got it. I offered him 20000 and he wouldn't take that. And so I just kept calling him back every month. You know, I just kept staying persistent, building rapport with him. And, um, you know, by the time he was ready to give up on it, he didn't mind just signing it over to me because we had that relationship built. Okay. So when you say he signed it over to you, I, I'm not sure I understand that. That means you put the house, like he literally deeded the house over to you? Yeah. Yeah. He deeded the house to me. We did a quick claim deed. Okay. Um, so I'm not sure what quick claim deeds are. So that means that you guys went to the title company and he said, I am going to, now, is there an existing mortgage on the property? Only the one that he had against the people that were buying it. So it was free and clear as far as he was concerned. Okay, that so, sense? so the house was free and clear. So you went to the title company and you said, I'm going to, he's going to do a quick claim deed, which means that they're going to put the house in your name and you're going to give him $9,000. Is that what happened? Right. Well, I didn't give him $9,000. Actually, I'm sending him a check today. Um, okay. I told him I would send him $9,000 after everything was done. 
And he was happy with that. Just out of curiosity, I'm just wondering, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are wondering the same thing, because sure. I, you know, I know, and just for all of our listeners' sake, even though we have a very successful business, I know surprisingly very, very, very little about <laughs> real estate and even less about what Brian's talking about. So I don't want anyone to think that you need to be an ex expert in, on any of this. No. So why wouldn't you just have said, hey, I'll put the property under contract and buy it? What was the strategy there? Well, I didn't know if I could get the title cleaned up. And that's why I asked him to sign it over to me because there were some complicating issues um, that took me a little while to figure out. And, and the thing is, you know, that I've learned with real estate is if there's a problem, there's someone out there that knows how to answer it, whether it's another investor or an attorney. And so I just, I have a tendency to just take action and I figure it out along the way. Yeah, massive imperfect action and progress, not perfection and ask who, not how, right? So right. it's not like you became a licensed and insured title company to fix title problems, you know, and that you guys, if you want a lesson for today is progress, not perfection, massive imperfect action and ask who, not how. Seek who, don't seek how to do something, seek who can do it. That's one of the secrets of harnessing other people's talents is the secret to entrepreneurship. So I love that. So, okay, so you put the house under, you, you get ownership of the house through what's called a quick claim deed. No idea uh -huh. what that means. And then you clean up the title. You get somebody to clean up the title. Did you have to pay that person? Uh, yeah, I gave, I gave the attorney $2,000. And okay. so I had to put some money into it. But So you have the house that you have not paid a penny for and $2,000 right. of cost. Is that accurate so far? That's correct. Okay, so now you own the house. The title Now the, the guy from the title company says, hey, Brian, this house is cleaned up. The title is ready to go. What do you do at that point? Once it was ready to go, that day I called a, a listing agent because I knew that was going to be, I mean, I sent it out to my buyer's list too. I've got, I don't know, four, 500 people on my buyer's list, but I wanted to get it listed on the MLS. So I did a flat fee listing, 250 bucks. Oh, there's one more detail that, that came before getting it cleaned up. Okay. Um, and I don't know how important this is, but I paid, there was an error on the property that I had to kind of buy off. So I paid them $1,700. Got um, it. And at what point yeah. was that done? That was right before it was cleaned up. Actually, they didn't get the check until they signed off. And once it was signed off, we were, we were ready to go. Got it, got it, okay. So, so okay, got it. So I, I, now I understand all the dynamics of the deal. So now you own the property, you call a flat fee service. So that's just somebody, that's an agent or a broker who will put the property on MLS, which is great because guys, one of the key takeaways here from Brian's episode is when you do that, your cash buyer list goes from, you know, hopefully it's 2000 or 2,500 to like 25,000, right? Because so many people, even across the country can get access to MLS listed property. So awesome. I love that. And then what happens at that point? It sells immediately. It's sits for a while, what did that look like? Uh, from the time I listed it, I don't know the exact amount of time, but what I did is, is I put on the MLS, I said, I'm taking my highest and best offer by, I think it was the 21st of December. And I think I gave them about a week and a half. It seems like I, I put it up there Wednesday or Thursday the week before. And so I said, I'm taking my highest and best offer. I'm not taking any early offers by December the 21st. We're going to close by January the 4th. Right. And so... I got an offer for 77000 Brian, let me ask you, a lot of people, because yeah. it sounds like, you know, I want you guys to know Brian is, uh, he knows what he's doing. So there's a reason why he's on this show. And there's a lot of stuff we're going pretty quick, but I just want you guys to know, Brian, a lot of people, when it comes to putting a property down MLS, they're not sure how to list it. But it sounds like you made the buyers play by your rules. So can you tell me a little bit more about how you did that and why you said when to give an offer by? And did you do showings or did you not do showings? And how did you determine how to come up with the offer for the, the price to list the house at? Well, I just listed it based on um, comps in the area. Um, I listed it 
not real high, but because um, I wanted to leave some room. I wanted to keep people interested enough that they would make an offer on the property, but I didn't want to make it too low that I'd get a bunch of lowball offers. Right. Um, as far as getting people to play by my rules, that's just, it takes really some guts because you'll get a lot of people that are like, I'm going to give you this much today, but you need to sign today. I mean, almost everybody that contacted me said that. <laughs> right. They're like, I'll give you 60000 but I got to sign today. I'm like, well, I'll take that in consideration <laughs> next Friday. Right. Um, did, did any, and so, just out of curiosity, did any of those people who initially reached out and stipulated some criteria that you had to accept, were one of those ultimately the buyer? Uh, no, the buyer came in the day before the end of the bidding period okay. uh, through, through the realtor that listed it, actually. And they didn't have any stipulations. They said, this is our offer. Awesome. I love it. Very, very, very cool. And okay, so ha- how many offers did you end up getting on the property? Uh, I didn't get a ton. I think I, I think I got seven or eight. I maybe got a couple that I didn't really even consider. They were you know half of what I ended up getting. Right. Um, but I got probably seven or eight that were fifty thousand or more. Okay, seven or eight that were fifty thousand or more. Got it. Okay, awesome. And you're all in so far at this property. If I'm doing the math right, is two thousand to the attorney to the title attorney and another seventeen hundred or so. So about four thousand dollars probably with the postcard, something like that. Yeah, and then I did have to pay one year's taxes, thirteen hundred. Got it. Okay. So I love it. So about five or $6,000. That's awesome. Okay. So, okay. So now all of a sudden you get this buyer. It seems like that's the highest offer. What was his offer or her offer? Uh, 77,000. Woo. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. It's the greatest business in, do you know some people, they work an entire year and they don't earn that. That's just incredible to me, but okay. So you get this and then what happens at that point? Well, we just closed. They they closed fast. Uh, they had an attorney. I think we closed on the 26th. And I had gone to um, to Wisconsin for, for Christmas by that time. So it didn't completely close until I came back. I'd forgotten to sign off on that mortgage that was in my name. So, okay. But it was it was a done deal on the 26th of December, really. That's amazing, brother. So um, first of all, number one question is, so how much did you ultimately make on the deal? Do you have your net revenue on that? Yeah. I mean, I don't know to the to the penny, but it was right around 59000 I I got seventy-seven thousand, and it was the realtor fees were about three thousand, and then the all the other expenses, including paying the the seller the nine thousand, was about fifteen thousand more. So, wow, um, so yeah, like right around fifty-nine thousand. Fifty-nine thousand guys, woo! Yeah. That is, Brian, that's so incredible, brother. Honestly. The game changer. Game changer. So before we move on, let me ask you, for anybody who wants to emulate your results, what are some of like the one, two, or three takeaways from this deal? If someone's trying to copy your success on that, what would you recommend to have this financial freedom number? I mean, it's incredible. I mean, what, what, what are some of the things that you learned and what can you share with us about that? Well, there were a couple things. The main thing I think is persistence. I mean, I, like I said, I called the guy at least once every other month, probably closer to every month, just to keep touch with him. And so we had a relationship built by the time he was ready to sign over the property. Uh, another thing is um, I probably wouldn't have even gotten a deal had I not offered him a seller financing offer because he wasn't going to take my cash offer. Right. And so, so I offered him a seller financing offer and that got my foot in the door. And so, the other thing, I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I just, want to, I just want everyone who's listening to understand something. There's something that Todd Tolback talks about. There's something that Robert Kiyosaki talks about. There's something that 
a lot of the people at the top, the pinnacle, they really talk about it. It's this idea of be to have rather than do to have. And I just want everyone out there to hear this. When Brian is saying, well, I offered seller financing, some of you are listening to that and they're saying, well, what does that mean? What is seller financing? I just want, I want you to just keep one idea in mind. Just remember this, guys, everything in real estate is negotiable. And that's really what seller financing means. It really means that it, anything in this life, think of it as any other deal. Real estate is no different, whether you're going to buy a piece of jewelry from a pawn shop or you were going to buy a car, a used car from someone on Craigslist. Everything is negotiable. You can say, hey, listen, what if instead of paying you any money today, I start giving you $100 a month? People will agree to terms and creative financing. Don't worry about how much you understand or don't understand about seller financing, owner financing, lease purchase options, rent to own, and all this other fancy terminology to just basically describe that everything in this life is negotiable. And when I was younger, and I used to hear very wealthy people negotiate or ask for a discount or ask for special terms or financing or a discounted price or whatever, you know, sometimes... People would say, oh, you know, they're cheap. Rich people are, you know, they, they're penny pinchers. Um, but it's not true. The reality is they're really good stewards of their money. Um, they're, they're good stewards of the money that God blesses them with. So, so if you want to be a good steward of your money, you get into a deal and seller financing is the only way because the seller is motivated, but they don't want to reduce their price. Be creative. What does the seller really need? Maybe they don't need all the cash today and then you could do a seller financing deal. So just something to keep in mind, instead of having to deep dive the whole area of seller financing, just no, everything in life is negotiable, especially real estate. So really good, yeah, and, good point. But go ahead, Brian. I didn't want to yeah, catch up there. You don't have to, you don't have to know how to do seller financing. All you have to know is what you can pay per month and use just a basic uh, mortgage calculator on your phone. And uh, I always tell people just let the attorneys do all the technical stuff. That's what I do. I don't mess with, with anything. I just tell my attorney, I want to buy it at this much a month and this price. And they, they take care of everything. Absolutely. 100% true, guys. Do not become an expert at that. Just figure out the terms and have the title company or attorneys figure out the rest. I love that. That is such like, if that's the one thing that everybody pulls from this episode, it's just go out there and understand who you are. You are not a mortgage broker. You don't have to figure that stuff out. There are people who will do it for you. Be to have, ask who, not how, all the basic principles of entrepreneurship. So yeah. um, I love it. What else, anything else that you have for us from this deal? The other thing is exit strategy. I mean, that was, that was the other main key. I mean, I had my regular investors on my buyer's list were offering me 50, 55,000, and I would have left 20,000 on the table. Right. So getting the best exit strategy is, is really key as well. I totally agree. So yeah, and wholesaling guys has nothing to do with exit strategies. This is the whole reason that Brian was able to hit such a big financial freedom number is because it's all in the acquisition. It's all in finding discounted deals. If you can get yeah. good, right, at finding good deals, you will become a millionaire. So, all right, so big, big news. Brian, you know, I've met Brian before in person. I've, I've met him, I remember once in Asheville and then another time in Asheville at the event. Uh, but I remember one time I was traveling and I think I was staying in, the Biltmore Park, right? And there was a local yeah. area, right? So I remember, yep. I remember. Yep. Um, so good stuff. So Brian is a rock star. And then we actually met another time, I think, where we all went out to dinner and it was him and his wife and a, a few rhinos in town. And right. Martin Jackson was there, one of my favorite yep. rhinos of all time. Um, yeah, definitely. So it was awesome. And Brian is a sweetheart. And I just want to let you guys know, so Brian made a big decision. He actually joined. There's another, inside of Wholesale Inc., there's another level. It's called Next Level. 
It is hosted by Todd Toback. If you guys want to find out more, it's www.wholesalingandwholesalinginc.com forward slash next level. And it's an amazing program. Todd Toback is my older brother and my own personal mentor. Uh, so Brian, I understand that you just joined Next Level. I did. Oh man, that is awesome, bro. You are going to be bringing that victory bell more often than not. Absolutely. So, so how long have you been in the program? I or did you just literally Thursday? just start? <laughs> Yeah, it was like a couple days, Thursday or Friday, I think. Oh, man. So so have you had your any calls with Todd yet or no? Yeah, I'd had my introduction call, and then I had a call, I think it was Thursday, that I had joined, and they had a group call that day. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's awesome. here's the deal, guys. It's, now, this is only for people who have done over $100,000, um, you know, for instance, in a year. So um, it's only for people who are really interested in going to the next level, building a business that runs without them instead of a job that they serve. But I, so, Brian, so here as I deal with Todd, you know, it's so funny because he was my mentor and I attribute all of my success. Other than God, I attribute to Todd and all of his guidance and counseling Um <laughs> You know, he asked me when I see, he said, what do you want? I said, I want a million dollar business that runs without me. And bam, <laughs> like that's exactly, <laughs> got it. yeah. So be careful what you ask for. I would ask for $2 million <laughs> instead of a million. Um, so the key to work with Todd is, you know, the one thing about him is he's really focused on being a truth teller and a truth seeker. So I don't know if you've noticed this yet, but uh, the most important thing in those calls is just make sure that you're tracking your KPIs. You know, if, if he asks you a question and you don't know the answer, I would suggest just saying, I don't know, and let him beat you up for not knowing rather than being saying like, oh, well, I think it's somewhere around. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you've experienced that yet, but Todd is, you know, Todd definitely pushes people outside of their comfort zone. Right. Um, but that's good. So, so what are you hoping to get out of the program? Oh, I want a million dollar business that runs without me. Bam! Easy peasy, <laughs> lemon squeezy. That's exactly what yeah. I have. So, so it's good stuff, man. Yeah, he, he's, he's Todd is a rock star. Everything he says is totally honest, wholesome. It's true. It's good. It's, um, you know, I've, he's never led me in the wrong direction ever. And he's made me super, super uncomfortable. I mean, he, you know, I remember even on day one, he was like, build your cash bar list. And I was like, but Todd, I don't have a house or anything yet out of, under contract. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, uh, it was torture right from day one, but all Let's good things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good stuff, man. He's, he's good. Just make sure when you're on those calls that you're totally prepared, you know, cause he'll, he'll definitely push you a little bit, uh, to know what's important, what you should work on and what you should, you know, put in your Sunday, maybe folder. So he'll talk about that. I'm sure. And, okay. um, yeah, and some other good things too, like um, excellent. Yeah, so good, man. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing you in there. I, I don't really participate too much in that at all, actually, but I do kind of check in on it once in a while. So it, I know those guys are all killing it, and uh, good to hear, man. So awesome, Brian. Thank you so much for sharing all this gold information, this liquid gold for other people who are going to copy you. I hope you're ready for some competition. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Good, good, man. All right. Well, listen. Say hello to that beautiful family of yours, and I will see you at the next event. We are going to definitely have another conference very, very soon. It's not up and running yet, but I'm looking forward to seeing you there. Hopefully, uh, before then. Awesome, awesome, right, Tom. Thank you so much. God bless. Thank you so much for your time today, Brian. I really appreciate it. Thank you for sharing. Have a great day. Thanks. You too. All right, brother. God bless. Bye bye. All right. Bye. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at InvestorGrit.com by joining the mailing list, as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe with your hosts, Tom Kroll and Cody Hoffheim. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.